What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name's Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. Well, how you doing, man? Steve, doing well over here. Uh, I had a fun weekend with uh, no Eagles football. I had some NFL football yesterday, but I was actually able to get down to a couple of the uh, World Series games for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, the World Series games, is that what you're calling them? Yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, that was uh, fun times. There's a lot going on yesterday. <laughs> it was busy for us uh, Philly folks. That it was. That it was. Um, it was a pretty electric environment, though. I was down there for game three and four, so Friday and Saturday in the stadium. It was really, really cool experience. Nice. Nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, I haven't dug too much into what tickets look like, um, but I believe on the cheap end, it's like 1100 ish. And then uh, on the high end, it's, you know, Tens of thousands of dollars. It's live, but see, if you get them through the Phillies, it wasn't that bad. Like I got tickets for like one hundred fifty dollars for because I was able to... the actual World Series or for this past series. This past okay, round, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking like, actually, but like, like they were still like three, four hundred dollars on the secondary market, but only about you know hundred, hundred fifty dollars for the past series. Yeah, so I imagine I looked up. Actual you know, it'll World probably series. still be a couple hundred. Yeah, yeah. We'll but those they're they they are selling them through the um the Phillies uh, website, okay. which you can get for face value, which you know, is still expensive, but not nearly what you're paying on the yeah, secondary market. Secondary, yeah, for sure. Cool. Very cool. But yeah, fun stuff here. You know, things are going well in Philly sports, which doesn't happen too often. Yeah, for real. Well, we're real. Things are looking good. Um, yeah, to pivot, uh, we got waivers today. Um. An important one. You got two big teams on by in the Chiefs and the Chargers, and you have a lot of injuries, a lot of stuff going on. Um, Brees Hall went down. Mike Williams went down. Um, I don't think we know what's really happening with Metcalf yet. Um, no, no, that one I think is still up in yeah. the air as of last I saw. Um, I did see Amon Ra does not have a concussion. Uh, yeah, that was part of the new, the new rules, protocol, yeah. it sounds like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he had some. I guess wobble in his step or something like that, and that's enough to uh, to pull you. So that's good. Yeah, it looks like uh, last I'm seeing from earlier today, DK suffered a patellar tendon injury, but does not require surgery. Um, I'll call good, but not great. It looks like is what they're saying. The outlook is no timeline yet. Yeah, fair. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, hopefully we get a timeline here soon. Um, but in the meantime, we got some waivers here. If you're Getting hit with any of those injuries or those uh, bye weeks. Um, we'll start with the the running back position. Uh, might be important to our our, uh, our Brees Hall manager, Mr. Will here. <laughs> Maybe some options here for you. Um, uh, I guess, you know, since you are the guy uh, with the the uh, the injury there, are there any of the, the five that we have listed here of, you know, critical interests? Michael Carter kind of aside because he's rostered so much. Yeah. Yeah. I put him out there, you know, 66% rostered. So, you know, just take a look, you know, at this point, you know, one out of every three people listening probably has them available, right? You know, by, by what the percentages say. So there's a good chunk of people that still have him out there. Um, he's definitely worth rostering because he's going to be the lead back the rest of the way. But yeah, him aside, I mean, either of the, um, of the Carolina running backs are interesting. Uh, you know, Kyron Williams, a good stash, I think as well. Uh, but I think it would be Gus Edwards for me, if he's available, probably not available 
you know, everywhere, 43% rostered. Um, but, I mean, it depends on where you're sitting. Um, you know, in our league, I had some running back depth, um, so I still have three startable guys, but I'm going to need to start loading up on, you know, other players as well. So really just depends on, you know, what your roster makeup looks like. But I'd say just in a vacuum, Gus Edwards is probably the one I'd want the most here and would want to put the most on. Just based on him looking to be the lead back with Dobbins down for a little while. Yeah, we've seen it before from him. It's been a little while now, but you know we've seen some some good stuff in the past. So I agree, it's Gus for me um, as well. Uh, you mentioned the two Carolina guys. Um, I think people were probably most excited for Foreman, given we've seen some good stuff out of him last year, and we didn't see much from Chuba. But then Chuba was the starter. Um, Foreman took over after he got hurt. Do you have a, a preference between the two of them? Um, I think I lean Chuba barring injury. It sounds like they're saying, you know, he could have come back in the game, but you know, if needed, but they were up pretty big. And I think he looks probably a little more explosive. I mean, Foreman, you know, it's just great. The fact that he's playing again, one of the few people have come back from Achilles injury. So good to see him playing. Uh, and there's no knock against him. I just think Chuba has a little more upside, you know, being that younger back that hasn't you know, really fully had the backfield to himself, always been behind uh, CMC. So both of them, I think, are solid. Um, Juba, less rostered as well. I, I probably would aim for him a little more, but both him and Foreman, I think, are both really interesting. Nice. Um, and then I know you had said that you see um, Kyron Williams as a uh, a good stash there. Um, I- yeah, looks like... I mean, they haven't given a timetable for him yet, but from what everyone's saying, the um, the team is really high on him and expects him to have a big role when he comes back. Um, they haven't opened up the, the window to activate him from the IR yet, but I think we're right around the time of his, um, his injury. I want to say it was in high ankle sprain, if I remember. And that was in like week one or two. So definitely toward the you know, back end of that timeline to hopefully have him fully healthy. Yeah, I think the timeline is is what pushes me off more so to like a not interest, you know, unless I'm like a, you know, whatever, I've, I've lost one game and I'm kind of cruising. Um, like you said, they haven't opened that 21-day window. Um, so when? Like, I don't, like how long, you're going to put them on your bench, you have no idea how long you're going to get back, how long it's going to take to get back, because there's no news on that front. Like you said, the news no, is they expect yet. them to have a pretty good role. Um, you know, what that is, you know, it still could be, it could end up waiting three weeks and it just be a timeshare with Henderson, which is definitely mm-hmm. a big role because it's 50% of the role or something like that, but it's re- relevant because the line sucks and the team's not doing great and all that jazz. So, um, I get it. Yeah. Personally, not that interested. Yeah. And he's a very good pass catcher too. He was like one of the highest rated running back pass catchers, um, in the class here. So, you know, could play into the favor you know, if the line isn't as good and there is a lot of checkdowns, but, yeah, it's tough when you don't have a clear indication. Coming out of the bye, though, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if we hear anything this week. Um, but yeah, if you have an extra roster spot, yeah, especially, you know, maybe let's say you can add him, you know, going into a week, if you have an extra spot that opens up and you can kind of sit on him for the games and then see if there's any news that comes out after a week. But yeah, it, it's definitely, you know, could be a roster clog if, if nothing comes out in, you know, the next couple weeks even. Yeah, so I guess we'll use him to to bridge over to the wide receivers because Beckham's been getting some hype. 
Um, a lot of talk about where he would go. Uh, he's another one, you know, indications are mid December. Like I'm not rostering him to hone him for two months, <laughs> not use him, but he's starting to get picked up. He's picked up in our league. He's rostered in 20% of leagues. Just seems like too long of a, a period to be holding this guy. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think his timeline's a lot longer too. We're looking at yeah December, whereas I could see them activating Kyron as soon as this week, yeah, if not next week. But yeah, Odell, you know, he's going to sign somewhere eventually, but he probably won't be playing until, you know, closer to the NFL playoffs sometime in December. And you're not really going to be too confident playing him likely at the end of your year in the playoffs, you know, unless you've seen it. So it's just a long time to hold on to someone that you may not even be able to play. Yeah, agreed 100%. Um, Let's uh let's pivot here. Let's talk New York first. Um, Slayton had himself a good game. I think the second good game in three weeks. Um, Wondell Robinson had himself a decent week. Um, not like a, a barn burner or anything, but a fine week. Um, so it's two weeks in a row. Uh, you leaning towards either of them, or you have no interest in either of them? What, what are you thinking? Um, I would lean Robinson. I think Slayton is used when they need him but i don't think they you know they are thrilled to have to use him they they want to use some of these other younger receivers or guys that they invested in you know he was more of a late pick and yeah i think we we would have seen you know a contract extension or something if they really wanted to use him we would have seen him more prominent but he seems to be the you know break glass in in case of emergency type player whereas Wandale is the only receiver on the roster that this this um, coaching staff invested in, and is still surprising to only see him at twenty nine percent roster ship. So I think that'll go up. Um, the target share was there. I think he had eight targets, um, looked good. So I think he would be the one of this bunch I'd be targeting. Um, Keenan with an injury, but it seems like everything's okay from you know from what I um, from what I can tell. Uh, but yeah, six of eight targets, fifty yards. Yeah, I think, I think I'm with you. Um, the exception being, if I'm in a position where you know I need a moonshot, I need I need a real high upside. I'm probably going Slayton. Like we've seen those bombs from him before. Um, mm-hmm. It's been years, um, but we've seen it compared to Robinson, who we haven't really seen it. Um, but outside of that very you know specific scenario, I'll go with Robinson as a nice depth piece here. Um, Mikal Hardman had himself a pretty good week uh, on mm-hmm. the bye this week, but does that interest you at all? Um, probably not. You know, not someone that I, I want to hold through the bye week, and, and not someone that I think you're confident in. I mean, we saw another guy like Tyler Boyd have like a career week, but. There's those guys that are just going to be really hit or miss. They're going to have you know two, three, maybe four in the year, uh, but they're just not going to consistently give you the numbers that you're ever going to really feel comfortable playing him. I think. What about you? Same. You know, he's going to have blow up. Like he's always had blow up weeks here and there. Like it just it happens. Um, he's still you know fourth in line for targets. He's firmly behind Juju and mm-hmm. EPS and, and Kelsey. So no. Um, Brings me to the next guy, you know, Marquise Goodwin. He's good for a long bomb touchdown every once in a while. Um, had himself a good week. Um, I have no interest and in I wouldn't really expect him to do it. And in fact, like, again, if you're in a scenario where you need real high upside, I'd rather take a shot on Slayton than, than Goodwin. Um, do you have any differing opinions on Goodwin there? 
Uh, I think the one thing that I'd be interested in is seeing the DK Metcalf injury. Um, because, you know, outside of Lockett, I don't think there's a clear packing order. And I feel like we've seen Goodwin be used a lot there in Seattle. Uh, pretty interesting. They're going actually heads up against each other as well on top of that um, this week. But, yeah, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him if you needed upside this week, you know, over more than I would probably take a shot on Slayton, I think. Just because I, I think that they are a very, you know, they're a team that may need to employ him uh, a little bit more based on the injury there to DK Metcalf. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, last two here, George Pickens, rostered in 57% of leagues. So his uh, his roster ship is up there, but uh, he's got to be owned or rostered if he is available, right? I would think so, yeah. I mean, I threw him on there, yeah. But he's right at the threshold of it that we're looking at. And yeah, he had another good game here. Um, it's really hard to be confident in any of them. But I... Um, yeah, I think he's definitely one you have to have on your roster and throw him out there if you can. But, you know, if for some reason you, you know, if you need him, but I think he's really good to have stashed on your bench. Um, and, you know, in need of, if you need a big play, you can put him in there and hope for the best. But if there's an injury around him, you know, he could, you know, turn into a, uh, an everyday starter. Okay. And our last one here was Zay Jones. Um, just a solid guy like he's you know he might pop off here and there but he doesn't tend to burn you either um pretty good guy you can slot in if you're in you know one of these bye weeks you have um you know mike williams that went down or, or keenan allen that's on a bye week you know you're lying on juju or mvs you know zay jones is a guy you could just plug in there right yeah yeah and then he had a pretty big target share as well uh, more than he i think we're used to seeing with him but um, it was good to see that, you know, at times it's going to happen. And if there's any injuries around him, they trust him. But yeah, I mean, we saw four, uh, yeah, uh, 10 targets, four catches. So obviously not the best catch rate, but he's a guy that's been getting consistent targets at least. Okay, we'll move over to the tight end position here. We got four for us here, Will. We got uh, Juwan Johnson, Evan Ingram, um, on and Dolchich. Um, I guess we'll start. Like, is any one of those four uh, most appealing to you? Uh, I think, I mean, taking the shot on Otten and Dulcich is interesting. Obviously, two rookie tight ends, so it's tough to trust the young guys. Um, but they both are looking good, both low rastership. Um, and both, you know, pretty pretty involved in the offenses. Um, Evan Ingram had another good week, and, and he's, you know, kind of one of those just – you're never thrilled to play him, hoping for a touchdown, but he does have a pretty good target share. Um, so you're happy about that. And John Johnson, I think, you know, big week, but I, I don't know that we're going to be thrilled um, to throw him out there every week just because I think he's one of the more up-and-down guys. He's in line to have Taysom Hill steal some of his work, and we'll see if if, if and when Troutman comes back. So it, definitely keeping an eye on him, but not someone I'm, you know, throwing all of my fab to go to go get yeah agreed 100 and I, I struggle with the other three as far as like who i would want most maybe ingram just because he's been so steady and i don't have to worry about the the young tight end um you know otten's got brady who's always relied on the tight end so mm-hmm. I, i'd imagine he's going to stay steady but that, you know, relying on that denver situation is kind of scary especially for dolce's he's only played two games really so yeah I don't know. The upside is with those two. I think I'd probably just go with Ingram, though, and just try to prevent myself from getting burned. 
maybe that's me as a uh, a Kyle Pitts drafter. Um, yeah. That, you know, routinely ends up with like one point from his tight end. Um, you want something a little more steady. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. Depends on you know, what your, your team makeup is. Like if you're pretty good everywhere else, I wouldn't mind going with a, you know, more upside shot, you know, guy that you could really boom with. Yeah. But if you have, you know, more ups and downs in your team and you need some more stability, then yeah, Ingram probably makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Okay, we'll move to the uh, the streamer portion here. Well, quarterbacks, uh, we got three: uh, Jameis Winston, uh, assuming he's he's starting, twenty um, percent rostered at Vegas. No, versus Vegas. Um, Goff, the fifty seven percent rostered <laughs> uh, against the Dolphins and Mariota versus Carolina. Who you picking? Yeah, um, I think it's Winston. If he's playing, obviously a big if there. Um, but yeah, Vegas defense is very susceptible, so it's definitely one you want to play against. Uh, Miami's defense is pretty good, but you know we'll see what kind of weapons Goff has at his disposal. Uh, it didn't look great recently, though, so not thrilled about that. Um, and and Mariota's you know has played pretty well. Carolina's defense is okay, but I, I think. I could probably go Winston, Mariota, Golf as of right now, but it could change depending on which weapons are available there in Detroit. Let me, uh, I'm going to read something off to you here, Will. Okay. You tell me the two weeks that I started Jared Goff. Okay. Oh, boy. 19.5, 34, 16, 41, 5.8, 1.5. Can you tell me what two weeks? <laughs> I'm That's sure it was the 1.5. Yes, it was definitely the 1.5. Definitely this one. Uh, and, uh, and the 5.8. The 15? Oh, uh, okay. The 5.8, yeah. So six points, uh, I guess seven uh, for two weeks. Uh, missed all the blow-up weeks. And then uh, Mariota, I started him for one week as well. So uh, we'll play the game. Um, 19, 17, 17, 3, 20, 28, 14. Can you guess which one? <laughs> I started Marcus. Mariota. I would think maybe the, maybe the three. Yeah, yeah. It, it was the three. Here. It was the three. Um, Ouch! So I don't want to start any of you them. You know how to pick them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know real. how to pick them. I'm doing a great job. Um, I don't want to start any of these guys. I don't trust any of them. Um, I am going to quickly do. Can I interest you in a, in a nice, um, nice Davis Mills? Very bland, but very you know consistent. No. He's gotten more than five points every single week. Yeah, yeah, that I guess that is uh, quite consistent. Um, I will pivot. I am going to pick an option that you didn't present for probably the first time ever. Uh, Kenny Pickett, forty-one percent roster. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Okay. Um, twenty fifteen, thirteen, twenty-one, twelve, seventeen, thirty-one. 31 is probably an outlier, but I mean, he'll get you 15 or more. There you go. I mean, that's what teams. you're looking for, too. I mean, going up you know, in Seattle's never an easy um, place to play, so definitely a tough matchup. But yeah, like you said, if you can just get a consistent, you know, 15 points, you're probably okay uh, with some of the comparisons that you'll have. Yeah. Now, now this week, I don't know what I'm doing because he's rostered in our league. So I don't know. Uh, probably just stick with golf and just not start a quarterback maybe maybe that is the answer um i don't know we'll see um defensive streamers here will we have the uh the colts 
versus Washington, the Titans at Houston, the Falcons versus Carolina, the Seahawks versus the Giants, the Jaguars versus Denver. Who you taking? I think, you know, face value, it's the Colts for me. I mean, Washington has not looked good after Carson Wentz went down and didn't think they could get any worse, but they're not looking great. They were able to pull off a win, I believe, there, but, you know, offensively, a lot of fumbles. Um, and, you know, who knows if they end up working their way toward the rookie as well. But I think Jacksonville is very interesting. If Russell Wilson's not ready to go, that could be a really nice stream as well going up against Denver. I think it's Jacksonville for me. Again, assuming Russ doesn't play. If Russ doesn't play, I'll go with the Colts. I get mm. it. Um, but if Russ is out, I think I'm going with the Jaguars. Um, and it's more of a concern about the, the quarterback position in uh, Indy. Uh, who was it that's going to be starting now? Sam Ellinger. There you go. Um, so, you know. It's so it's not really like a pro Washington take or, you know, a knock on the Colts defense. It's a the Colts defense just might be out there a lot, um, you know, and in theory, a that could lead to more sacks and more interceptions. Um, but they could also just be tired and, and start letting up scores. And, you know, Heineke is not the worst quarterback in the league. Like he can take advantage of some situations. So I think I'd just rather avoid the whole Colts thing until, you know, see a few weeks of it. But um I'm still down with them if Russ is uh, if Russ is back and playing. Yeah, and then you know maybe even on the flip side, maybe you want to try out Washington if if you're really down on the Colts offense. You want to roll that dice? Go ahead. I am not <laughs> absolutely not doing that. No. Um, uh, what about the Titans in Houston? That could be an interesting one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe. Um, I will call out. I heard some Chase Young talk here recently um Ooh, there you go. about maybe his return coming so i don't know if you're in a dynasty and you can hold you know you want to hold another defense you know maybe they start looking better uh, eh, probably not but i guess worthy news to, to chuck out there probably something to take a look at there but that wraps it up here um Keaton, you know once again note chiefs and chargers are going to be on by this week so if you have those players start looking out for options there to flex in and uh, we'll have the Ravens and the Bucks coming up here Thursday Night Football. Yeah, absolutely. So thanks for uh, tuning in. Tune in on uh, Thursday for the Start Sit Show. And until then, folks, trust your board.